Hello and welcome to episode 167 of the Red Box Report, the weekly movie podcast where we review the latest Blu-rays and DVD releases for Redbox. I'm your host, Bob Fallon. I'm your co-host, Joel Fallon. And on this episode, we're going to be reviewing one of the biggest movies of the year so far, and that is Deadpool, as you might have noticed from the title of the episode. And we're also going to count down our top five Ryan Reynolds movies, uh, which I'm surprised we haven't done yet to this point, but we're going to do it now. But let's get to Deadpool. This is a movie that came out in February, I believe. Yeah. I should have looked it up first, but I do believe it was February and made a shit ton of money, like $135 million opening weekend, surprising everybody, including, yeah. I think, the most optimistic of people. Uh, it has 84% on Rotten Tomatoes. Massive success, <laughs> let's just say yeah, that. Yeah, that, that last week before this movie came out, it was like a cultural thing. Yeah, like the marketing people was, had to see it just to. See marketing was incredibly well done. They crammed him down your throat anywhere you looked. Valentine's Day. Yep. <laughs> for anywhere from MTV to ESPN, he was everywhere promoting this. Yeah. And I think it, it's already been said there will be Deadpool two. He will be probably start being ingrained in all the other X Men movies. He's basically. With Hugh Jackman, like, coming to the end of his time as Wolverine, this is going to be your new Wolverine. He's going to be everywhere oh, they can cool. put him. Which, I mean, hey, he's a pretty good character. He's one of my I, favorite comic book characters, at least when I was younger. And I think it's Ryan Reynolds doing what he does best. Like, he's yeah. good at being that sarcastic... He's this, really good with the comedy, but he's kind of built like an action guy. Like, yeah, exactly. He's a good-looking yeah. guy. He can do action stuff, He's but he's funny at the same time. He's a smart-ass. This is why in X-Men Origins colon Wolverine, he was cast as Deadpool. I was excited because yeah. that is perfect casting, and it was pretty good in his first scene in that movie, and then it completely fucked it up beyond yeah. belief. And, I've never uh, seen the movie, but I've seen all the parts of Deadpool. This is yeah. This has got to be the first time that someone has reprised their role, but it's like not the same character. <laughs> yeah, but it's the same studio, same character name, same actor, but just one <laughs> wildly different. Anyway, um, Deadpool. It's just basically just an origin story of this comic book character who's a mercenary. Um, not exactly good or bad. He just does stuff, kills people for money. Which yeah, is actually, he's sort of an asshole before he's the superhero. Yeah, in a bit. And he falls in love with this girl. Uh, was it Victoria? Or I don't know. <laughs> something. She's hot. <laughs> yeah, Marina Baccarin plays his girlfriend. Starts with a V. I can't remember if it's Veronica or Victoria. But, yeah, something um, like that. Uh, and Vanessa. It's Vanessa. Yes. <laughs> and he finds out that he has cancer all up and down throughout his body. He only has X amount of time to live, so he just runs out on her and never goes back because he doesn't want her to have to deal with it or something like that. But then he finds out someone has a cure type thing, something they could do to help him out. Which turns him into a mutant with the healing factor. 
Um, I forget why he's all looks the way he does, but he has a jacked up grill now. He's yeah, like all it's burnt. about the process. Yeah, like, like uh, it like degraded him, but he can never. He can always reproduce. Right. Yeah. Whatever. But then, so he becomes Deadpool from that point, uh, a mutant mercenary. Yeah. But he's a smartass, and basically, it just—it's a pretty generic uh, superhero story. Yeah. But he has a, the people that did this to him. He finds finds out where they are. He wants revenge. He wants everything to be himself to look normal again, and he has a team up with some X-Men, some uh, lower-tier members of X-Men, Colossus and some girl that I had never heard of. Even I had never heard of as a big X-Men. Yeah, I was going to say, I had never heard of this girl. I wonder if that was something I was totally missing on. I, think, I remember Colossus from the... Uh, oh, yeah. TV Colossus show. is fairly big, but he hasn't had a huge role in the movies yeah. to this point. But... um can't even remember the girl's name, but I think she is an obscure character. It's like at some teenage point. super sonic or something uh, like that. Yeah, it's an odd name. I could probably look it up as we speak, but um, yeah, that's basically the setup. And you know, he falls or he meets back up with Vanessa at some point, and so on and so forth. But uh, yeah. what were your expectations coming into this? Um, do you usually well, like all superhero movies? Were you, was the, were you looking forward to this more, less? Uh, and what did you think? I was looking forward to it more because it was Ryan Reynolds playing what I pretty much knew that he was very capable of doing. Um, I think this movie from everybody gets a little bit of kudos points just for doing justice to a character and finally having the balls to just kind of make fun of not say take it so deadly serious and do a popular but weird character at least in terms of like how you do the story because he's very like meta and breaks the whatever the fourth wall yeah he talks to the audience and comments yeah. and he knows things that a character shouldn't know like which actor is playing who and all that kind of stuff and those yeah, references so- from the outside the world I expected it to be good, but I always go in a little bit more skeptical to superhero movies than, like, a comic book reader. Because, to me, they they sometimes are generic, or too generic yep. for me. But I could see why, like, someone that follows Marvel like that, like, they do a lot of fan, uh, whatever, just tributes for the fans, kind of, like, you know what I mean? Like yeah, scene, fan service. Scene. Yeah, that's exactly. That's Pandering. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, for me, so did you like it? Oh, yeah, I loved the movie. Oh, cool, cool. I'm glad you did. Um, I had the most up and down previewing of the show, like expectations-wise, like when I heard they're going to actually get Ryan Reynolds and do it right this time with the R-rated script and... I was like, hell yeah, I'm in on this. And then the previews and all the the marketing, while definitely well done as far as getting people in, like it was kind of throwing me off. I didn't think it was very funny. Uh, There's a lot of uh, reusing the same stuff from different angles and yeah, slightly I, more 
content. I started to be less and less interested the more I saw. But then it came out, it made its money, people seemed to love it. Got good reviews, and as time went on, I kind of forgot about it. And then when I saw that it was coming out on DVD or Redbox, I was like, yeah, actually, now I am kind of excited to watch this. So that was where I went in with, and I don't get it. I don't know. I did not love this movie. Uh, I barely liked it. I think it, it it feels really cheap to me. Oh, I was going to say, this is an average movie that I just happen to kind of like the character enough. That yeah, yeah. There's definitely things I, I like about it. about it a lot. But overall, I just thought it was barely oh, yeah. passable. When that, uh, on those terms, I agree with you. This is not the movie that I'm super hyped up. Um, yeah. It's very average. It, I don't want to compare it to, like, Daredevil or anything, but it kind of reminds me a little bit of those days. A little bit glossier than that, but mm-hmm. in terms of quality of movie, it's yeah. kind of a it's almost a B movie. Yeah, I think, and I know it has a smaller budget. Like it has like a fifty million dollar budget, I believe. But it feels really cheap. I feel like the special effects I didn't think were very good. Uh, Colossus looks plastic. And not, yeah, he, he doesn't like look a, good. He just it doesn't. Yeah. In still images, he does, but in motion, it does not look good, in my opinion. Even I mean, I like the character, and I. I think if they do give them a much bigger budget in the sequel, that might help a lot. But um. Yeah, I mean, I give this, uh, like I said, this movie kind of gets kudo points just for kind of being refreshing a little bit. And it just got that big buzz, you know what I mean? And a lot of people that go see movies like that just like it because it's almost a cool like thing. they feel like they're, yeah are supposed to it's um, like it is refreshing at certain things like it, it is kind of taking the piss out of the superhero tropes and uh making fun job it's making fun of it but it's doing exactly what it's making fun of i was you know gonna say I mean? a lot of the best parts were in the previews and stuff yeah. movie. i think the movie starts out great like i love the opening credits where it's I just think like the middle is too. Uh, I don't know. There's like yeah. Oh yeah, I, I want to get to that. But do you remember the opening credits? It's like um, it's just making fun of itself, like uh, directed by uh, some yeah. hack who takes himself too seriously, or the writers are the real heroes here, and you know, it like I think it sets it up really well. It's in the middle of the action sequence, and then it goes back, and that is the action sequence like with the cars on the bridge and all that which yeah, you've yeah. seen because that's the test footage they did to try to get this movie made and then it's all the action that's in the trailers it's the best and one of the only action sequences in the movie I f- there's really not that much action in the movie um but then it kind of gets talky in the middle yeah like not much happens, really. This movie is super simple. The he between the flashbacks, like there's this action sequence, and then there's reconvening with Vanessa, explaining things, and then 
the kind of solution. Yeah, it sort of makes you wonder if an origin story was the best thing to even start off with in, yeah. in the yeah. first place. Um, the part about this that gets, before we get like super into it or whatnot, um, mm-hmm. I saw enough potential in it. Like The gist I kind of got from the movie is the studio kind of balked at actually giving them a budget. And maybe yeah. they put more of the budget into the marketing, or maybe the marketing was just a product of it being kind of a viral, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, I agree. If they thing. can double the budget, or triple, like really give them like an X Men sized budget, I think they could do something with it. Especially since they got this origin type thing out of the way. Yeah, and. I guess the vibe I get from it is when they made it, I think they knew it was only going to be so good, and they just... I think they did their best to make what they had work as best as it could, but it is a simple movie. It's like a high-budget B-movie. Yeah. <laughs> Low-budget, you know? But the thing is, though, like, it had $50 million budget. I've seen movies with like Chronicle with a much lower budget that pull it off much better. I guess yeah. they're not going for as high of um like a Colossus character that's CG the whole time and stuff like that, which kinda eats into it, but I just felt yeah, like well I also think the balking part is is sort of whether this guy was gonna actually be included in their expanded universe. I felt like it was easy for them to say, like, oh, yeah, it is. But it seemed very clear that it was like, well, if this doesn't work out, we just, it won't be that. Yeah. But since it ended up being a smash hit, it's there. You know, yeah. kind of the golden boy right now. Exactly. I will get to, I want to get to some of the things I liked real quick, because there were things that I thought were really good about it. Like, Deadpool himself, the character, Ryan Reynolds playing Deadpool, yeah. I mean, the, some of the jokes, like, the jokes are a mile a minute and maybe 30% land, but that's that's the character. They don't always have to land. He's just a yeah. smart ass. He's going to always be joking whether it's a good joke or bad joke. It was funny enough at times to be good. I love the costume. <laughs> like, yeah. the perfect costume with the eyes, expressionable eyes. Um, Seemed like uh, that actually was a little bit of a test for uh, Spider-Man's. Yeah, it's very kind of similar. I yeah, exactly. I don't, if, like, I don't know if like they sure. coincided at all, but yeah, if they stole it from Deadpool, there's good reason because that was really cool. Yeah, and let's see what else. I actually, liked, I think it was crucial for his character too. He has to be expressive. To yeah. Oh be yeah. Funny. If he's that much of a character and to be the mask on at all times, yeah, you need that for sure. And I thought they did great with that. Also love that the uh, Xavier School is completely empty except for the two characters, (laughs) Colossus and Negasonic Teenage Warhead, found the name. Uh, Like, that was one of the times where that kind of humor really worked. Like, yeah, it didn't have the budget for uh, any other people. But um, By the way, are they planning on him getting together with Wolverine? Is that going to be... I really hope so. Wolverine a lot? I, I want to so. see Cable, though. I think they said that he oh, will be. Oh, Cable's next. definitely in the sequel, which is cool. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see. You know, 
that's pretty much all that I really, really liked about it. Yeah. But one thing that is going to sound kind of weird, but this is an R-rated movie, which I think is really cool, really different. I think it's why let the fact that it's a superhero restrict you from going that way. Yeah. But, like, Gina Carano's character is, like, one of the bad guys. She's fighting against Colossus and uh, Deadpool. And there's this part where she gets hit to the ground and, I guess, her boob pops out of her costume or something. Yeah. And it's a co- it's, I think it's a great commentary on the ridiculousness of these characters' outfits. Yeah. But... It would have been so much funnier if you actually see it instead of Colossus like covering it up so you can't see it because it's Gina Carano who you would probably refuse to do nudity. But it kind of, I mean, this is an R-rated movie. It kind of limits the the biting satire yeah. of the, the R-rated moment. part is almost gimmicky. Yeah, I mean, he has some f bombs and he goes to a strip club where there's like some nudity in the background. I don't know. I just didn't think they took full um, effect yeah, of the R rating. Like, and I'm not saying listening. I, don't make it PG thirteen. No, I don't think they're really going to push but, your license. Or, and I don't want it to sound like, oh, I just wanted to see some nudity. Like, I just think it w- actually would have helped the com- comedy and the um, thing it's trying to say about that. You know, yeah. that kind of stuff. But what did you yeah, it's think? It's almost these days silly that they like blatantly cover things like that up, or it's just yeah, it's already. It's movie. not I mean, that, that huge of a deal. It's already a movie, so you yeah you can do it. And okay, yeah, if this actress, she wasn't like this wasn't that crucial of a role where oh we needed this actress, we were willing to do this so to get her. Like anyone could have yeah. played that role. It's like a generic. Uh, second in command or something like that you know yeah but uh what did you think of tj miller speaking we just talked about him in the last episode with um uh the hbo show he's the comedic relief here the friend at the bar um yeah what'd you think i really like tj miller i don't i didn't really like him in this movie yeah i kind of agree i don't know if it's him or if it's just you really didn't have that many lines. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Yeah, he, his parts felt forced. It, this felt like a movie that was a short film and worked really, really well. And they had to... I guess it makes sense because it was really based off this test footage that they did. And then they were yeah. like surprised that they went ahead with it. But it really feels that way. Like it feels like they're just stretching and stretching, trying to make it get to an hour and a half so that they have a movie. It does. It feels rushed, but at the same time, it feels like they made pieces of the movie at totally different periods of time, and yeah, kind of tried to fit things in in between. And you There's, know what I mean? Like yeah. at a very general concept, and then yeah, like you said, we're super surprised how well it filler. Like yeah. I don't know. I, I, I honestly, I'm more optimistic for the sequel than I should be with how I feel about this movie. But yeah, I think the potential is there. I, it's amazing this movie has an 84% on Rotten Tomatoes to me. 
Ooh, like that's a that's a bit high for me. Like when he's do like when Colossus is running around hitting things, and when Deadpool's doing his flips, and I mean I like what he's doing. Like you, I like that he's using his swords to actually physically kill characters and guns and stuff like that. But when he's doing these flips, it just like it's like he's moving too fast. It just seems off. It's not yeah. very smooth. The action and the CGI and stuff like that. Yeah, uh, like I said, I more so like this movie, not for the movie itself, but for the character. Mm-hmm. And very hopeful that future. Yeah, I'm glad it had success. Be a lot more solid. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm happy for it, but it it really wasn't a, a great movie. But I did enjoy it. It was a. I didn't regret watching it or anything, but. Mm-hmm. I and guess when you put it in that respect, it's sort of what I thought it would be. It was maybe a little bit better than my skeptical going in. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But I mean, it says a lot that there's a villain in this movie, and we really haven't even mentioned him. He's just yeah. generic, nothing villain. <laughs> like Maybe that, yeah, that is a huge thing about this movie. Like, a lot of generic characters. Everything is generic. Like, even... I mean, they're making fun of how all these stories go, but like I said, it's going exactly the same. Like, he gets the girl at the end. Everything, you know, he beats the villain the way every... Like, if you're going to commentate on it, then say, okay, now this is how you switch it up and then do something different. Or I guess it ends up being the movie it makes fun of the whole time. Yeah, exactly. Like, at the end, when instead of getting the girl, maybe be like, and this is the part where you thought I'd probably get back with Vanessa. But no, so I, guess it, I still can't, it, blah, 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 blah. The yeah. movie's a little bit more bark than it is bite. Yes, absolutely. Couldn't agree more. But, I like I, I don't know. At this point, I think it's just going to be repeating. So I'll just say, I give it a light 6 out of 10. Light 6? I give it a 7. Okay. It's watchable. I mean, maybe I'll give it another shot eventually. And just, maybe if I know what it is going in, maybe that will help to just enjoy what it's good at more than yeah. focusing on the bad. But, you know, could have been worse, but I definitely think it could have been better. So totally let's great. move on to our top five Ryan Reynolds movies. To me, yeah. how do you like? how do you feel about Ryan Reynolds? To me, I think he's a charismatic guy, an underrated actor. I mean, not great, but he's yeah, he's solid. It's not in amazing movies, but he's never part. he's had really bad luck as far as finding the right movies or being put in something that gets big. At least until Deadpool, like he's never been able to get cast by a great director yeah, to really help. And he's him. had his ups and downs. Like he's had times where he's been movies that were good enough that you thought he was really going to break out, and then he doesn't. Yep, yeah. it's like. He's always been thought of and paid like a star because I think everyone eventually thought he was going to be. But I, it's not until now that he's maybe starting to become that. Like, I think it's kind of funny. We're going to talk about Channing Tatum movies in our next episode. And I think Ryan Reynolds is a better actor than Channing Tatum. But if you look at Channing their, Tatum actually broke through. their filmographies, okay. like Channing Tatum, blow, Tatum blows him out of the water. He's able to work with great directors and be put in great movies, and people are able to find ways to use him to his best. 
I don't. Th- I mean, until recently, I don't think that's been the case with Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, and it's interesting that some of his best movies are movies he's not really into much of. Mm-hmm. Yep. He's just like a important character or whatever. Exactly. So, what's your number five? My number five, I went with waiting. Okay, that's my number four, actually. Um, it's a decent early two thousands comedy. Yep, focusing on the uh, waiting the, tables um, and restaurant yeah, life. I worked in restaurants for a long time at this point, so kind of connect with some of it. Sort of a little bit of inside joke, but it's anybody could watch it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I have never worked at a restaurant, but it can, it feels legit. Yeah, so it's like looking at stereotypes of yeah restaurants essentially but it's a it's a bit dated at this point but i still enjoy watching it yeah um, i think him and justin long the relationship between those two characters is good this isn't like one of the ones where they're able to use his charisma to yeah. the best of his of their abilities but it's just a you know a decent comedy there's nothing great about it but a pretty good cast too yeah yeah Definitely. Isn't uh, Dean Cook in it? Yeah, he's one of the cooks. I always used to get those two mixed up. Like, next to each other, they don't, like, super look like each other, but just facial structure, I used to. (laughs) I definitely Um, kind of see it. And, I don't know, it's got a hand... It's got the, uh... The one guy that always plays, like, a smarty pants. (laughs) The guy, he's in Die Hard with the Vengeance. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know I you're talking about. Is. But, yeah. Yeah, I, the movie's like a six and a half, seven, but it's a solid Agreed. watch. I agree. Definitely. Where it's, if it's on uh, Comedy Central or something, definitely leave it on and watch it. Yeah. My number five is another one of his comedies where he was able to use his charisma to help push it slightly above average. It's Van Wilder. Nice, my number four. Oh, nice. We were thinking along the same lines there. Uh, Very similar. He's just like a smart-ass comedy. I mean, yeah, he's a comedy. He's a uh, smart-ass, charismatic guy who is just staying at college college forever. forever. (laughs) Like a career college guy on campus to try to hook up with as many girls as possible. He would have fit in well with Dazed and Confused and Ben Affleck's character there. Um, yeah, but what's he? It's essentially like a party planner, slash, like host. Yeah, pretty much his hustle, I guess. I don't remember a ton about it, but I do remember laughing a little bit. I think this is the movie with one of the most disgusting things I've ever seen in my life. With um, oh my god, yes, yes, that's <laughs> painful to watch. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, it might not hold up super well on a rewatch. But when I saw it, I thought it was fairly good, decent comedy. Uh, it's got a uh, Jonah Hill in it too, doesn't it? I feel uh, like it might be one. Yeah, I mean, it has someone like that. Like he has like almost an Afro. Yeah, isn't he the one that uh, that he's giving that girl a? Oh no, I'm thinking um, accepted. Or Grandma's Boy. I was, yeah, thinking Grandma's Boy. <laughs> and he's, like, sucking on her. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
No, it's the Indian guy. Yeah, the Indian guy. He's like oiling up some girl in the bed or something, and he flies yeah. out the window. Yeah. <laughs> What's your number three? <laughs> Let's move on from uh, 90s comedies. Yeah. If we can. My number three is actually a genre I generally just do not like. And it's the Amityville Horror. All right, yeah. That's not bad. I, I, I enjoy this movie. It's um, better than you would think. Yeah, exactly. At least from my memory. Me. From my memory. It's been a while. It's not amazing, but I, if I remember right, it was the first movie I remember him being like different and, and kind of knew a little bit about it already. Uh, I enjoyed it. It's. I don't know if it's the best casting <laughs> to use him in the lead in that role, but he does a decent job. Yeah, I just remember I never. I did not want to see it, and then I ended up watching it and being like, "That was actually pretty watchable." <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not quite an honorable mention, but I thought about it when I was making my list. Crossed. I my figured mind. I'd put a little bit of a surprise one in there. You know, yeah. Give Props a for nod. that. Yeah. <laughs> Not often a horror movie makes one of my lists. Especially on a guy known for comedy, mainly. Yeah. Um, my number three is a, another recent movie. This is what I'm saying. Like He's really starting to come into his own, maybe, in this last year or two. It's Mississippi Grind. This is um, an indie drama where him and Ben Mendelsohn from Bloodline, um, they kind of team together to try to gamble their way into some money and... Um, it's just a really solid, gritty gambling drama about a relationship that builds and the trust and uh, I don't know. It's just a really good character study. I've heard about it. I, I saw it when I was looking through the list. I haven't seen it, though. I own it because it was the one that um, Lionsgate sent me, so I could let you borrow it probably. It's, a, it's definitely worth checking out. Yeah, definitely didn't do that. And I love Ben Mendelsohn. I'm sure you're liking him more as you got into Bloodline. Yeah, definitely. He's an awesome actor. So, uh, What else is he in? He's in Starred Up, which at that's star as in the thing in the sky, Starred Up, which is a British prison movie that is amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, he's in The Place Beyond the Pines. He's in... Uh, Star Wars Rogue One coming out in December. Really? Yeah, he's he's in a lot of stuff and he's really good in all of it. Yeah, I like him. What's your number two? My number two is, where is Safe House. Okay, Denzel. Uh, another movie that I was surprised with how decent it was. Yeah, it's very solid middle of the road action movie. Yeah, it was a... Uh, team up, buddy. I like the up. concept of it with the CIA thing. Kind of a... Not super crazy twist, but some twist to it. Yeah. I do think him and Denzel were pretty good together. Like, they played off yeah. each other well. Yeah, I, th- I think I was pretty surprised by that. But, I don't know. Something about this movie, I just kind of like it. I'd say... I know it, I, I probably like it. It does. I don't know. Uh, the movie probably isn't as good as I, I think it's kind of like a Mark Wal- Mark Wahlberg type role that he's playing almost like it reminds yeah. me of Contraband it's on that level but a little bit better yeah 
Um, but I, to be fair, I kind of I specifically remember dozing off in the middle of this movie and missing a good twenty minutes or so. So I, I'm not the, exactly the best judge when it comes to. It. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think honestly, when I saw this movie, I saw it on TV a few times in bits and pieces, and mm-hmm. then I actually like sat down and watched the whole thing as well. And it was a lot better than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. And my number two is Adventureland, starring Kristen Stewart, Jesse Eisenberg, and Ryan Reynolds. This is about... it. Like, it's A movie came out a few years ago, but it's like imitating like a 80s theme park and the summer jobs that these kids have. And Ryan Reynolds plays, like more again, like one of the older guys at the park who... Oh, I forgot all about that. I remember seeing something about it. He's like sleeping with Kristen Stewart, and he's married, I think. I'm losing details, but he's pretty good in this role, and it's a pretty solid movie. I think it's uh, probably one of the best of this genre, where it's theme park uh, coming-of-age tales. Yeah, I definitely want to see this. Uh, I totally forgot about this thing, uh, maybe. Yeah, I'm thinking it looked pretty good. If you, it's funny how many movies there are that are like almost very similar um, synopses, but this is a very very good one for sure. What's your number one? My number one is Deadpool. I had to be kind of unoriginal. I really haven't, or at least I don't feel comfortable with saying I have seen. I feel like I've seen more movies than I think I've. I remember. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of just friends out there. The proposal. uh, Yeah. Yeah, like I said, I've probably seen a few of them, but I can't really recall mm -hmm. anything about them. Well, my number one is Buried. Um, A unique movie, indie movie, where he did, uh, I think it's 2011... Maybe two thousand. This is the one where he's acting in a coffin. The whole yeah, time. the whole movie is he's been buried alive in a coffin. See, I've seen that and didn't even think about it. <laughs> and I think it's more like an acting exercise. It's more like a. Um, it's almost more like a sizzle reel to like show off to other directors. Like, look what I can do. Hire me in your movie. Yeah, but, see, I don't remember anything about the movie though. But I actually like the movie quite a bit. I think it's just. Again, when we reviewed 10 Cloverfield Lane, speaking of the claustrophobic feeling it gives you and stress and paranoia, like that does it pretty well, as you might imagine as well. Yeah. And, and uh, I don't know, I, I think it might stretch a little thin, even though it, I think it's only like 90 minutes. But um, it does, I think it's really effective at what it's trying to do. And he's really good in that role. Um, a couple honorable mentions, real quick. Dick, right. he plays a small role in Dick, small Dick. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's the movie I talked about a few months ago where um, uh, Michelle Williams and the girl from Bring It On and Melancholia and Spider-Man. What is her name? <laughs> Kirsten Dunst. Yes, Kirsten Dunst and Michelle Williams play these girls oh, who... Is it like Nixon? Yeah, they kind of okay. become yeah. like some. They work for him somehow and accidentally uncover the the whole Watergate scandal. And 
I think Ryan Reynolds is another one of the people working under him. Uh, it was a decent comedy, decent movie. And The Croods, the animated movie The Croods, he was a voice in that, and that's a underrated movie. It's a solid kids animated film about yeah, prehistoric honorable mention. family. Oh, sorry. No, 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 go ahead. I was just going to say he does a little part in Harold Kumar at White Castle. And Ted, too. Oh, uh, yeah. So, yeah. That's Ryan no, Reynolds no, no. for you. Ryan Reynolds-ing <laughs> it up. Well, that'll about Ryan Reynolds wrap it um, for us. You know what to do. Email us, please. You can email us. Tell us what you think of Ryan Reynolds, what you think of Deadpool. I'm sure you probably liked it more than us. Let us what know. What you have for lunch? <laughs> yes, that too. <laughs> The Red Box Report at Yahoo.com. Follow us on Twitter at The Red Box Report. I'm on Twitter at The Oriole Report. Joe is on Twitter. I'm on Twitter <laughs> at The Red Box or Red Box Reporter. Yes, Red Box Reporter. Like us on Facebook. Subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. Subscribe to our YouTube page as well. And we'll catch you next time. See ya. Maybe. Don't really want to know Where your garden grows Cause I just want to fly You said lately Did you ever feel the pain the morning rain As it soaks you to the bone Maybe I just want to fly Want to live but don't want to die Maybe I just want to breathe Maybe I just don't believe Maybe you're the same as me We see things they'll never see You and I, we're gonna live forever Said maybe I don't really want to know Maybe God and grow I just want to fly lately Did you ever feel the pain In the morning rain Soaks you to the bone Maybe I will never be All the things that I'd like to be But now is not the time to cry And now's the time to find out why I feel you're the same as me we see things they'll never see You and I, we're gonna live forever
Cause I just wanna fly And I said lately Did you ever feel the pain Morning rain As it soaks you to the bone Maybe I just wanna fly I wanna live but don't wanna die Maybe I just wanna breathe Maybe I just don't believe Maybe you're the same as me We see things they'll never see You and I, we're gonna live forever Gonna live forever Good night, thanks a lot.